Who wants to lead the charge on setting uh setting the scene with solid points? Cause I'm trying to read through fucking pages right now to jog my memory on this stuff. Bite notes are kind of on point. Alright. Uh, uh, they're not great. Uh, yeah, what city would be? But I'm gonna. Okay. I honestly forgot to put open in the files thing, but it is what it is. <laughs> you got five. Make a count. <laughs> Three, two. Hello, and welcome to Silver Screen Surfers. We surf the silver screen and review, rank, and <laughs> rank our favorite movies and television shows. I'm your host, Johnny, and I'm joined by two of my co hosts. Third will be joining shortly. But first, Matt. How's it going, man? Good to be here. It's good to be back. Every every time we do one of these, it feels like I haven't been around in a long time. And I feel like, uh, what's, uh, is that Interstellar? Where they're like, oh, if you go to this planet, you're technically you're gone for 47 Earth years. That's uh, what it feels like. Every oh. time I'm not here for like a week, it feels like I've been gone for 47 Earth years. Yeah, because I keep hearing you in a chat, and then, uh, it's just, just, it's so, uh, daunting to not see your face every week. Yeah, I mean, I, I try to answer stuff while I'm, like, doing renders and exports and all that stuff, but that's, like, my only free time. And then I come home, crack open a cold one with Barbie, and then fall asleep on the couch. That's <laughs> fair. Work can be, can be daunting, especially in your field. Uh, Everybody's got stressful stuff. It's not just me. Y'all got stuff to deal with. <laughs> I know, but I, I'm I personally I miss you. I miss well, you I mean, farming's too. hard work. <laughs> it is. It's what Those the man does. Aren't gonna shift themselves, right? <laughs> we all saw the notes that this man gets from his boss. Like, holy crap! Yep. Holy crap! It's just pages and pages and pages. It just keeps going. I've got a... It's longer than the patch notes that just came out for Cyberpunk. <laughs> oh, dear lord. Okay, we're gonna move on from that. <laughs> Next up, Jonathan, how's it going? <laughs> Man, it's going so good. Um, I, I just really like uh, being back and being able to talk to you guys, talk to you guys about this show. Um, we were, let, let's just say we were on spring break, all of us, uh, you know, during a little time out, I guess you could say, although technically we weren't, but that's what we're going to say. We were on spring break. Yes. Um, and on, uh, during this time frame, we've had two episodes, right? So mm -hmm. we've got two episodes to, to talk about, and, uh, I'm sure you will take us through this masterfully, uh, and at any point, uh, you know, 
you, you need me to do something random and weird to cause a distraction, mm-hmm. I'm always down for it. I can do that, whatever you need. <laughs> Thank you. I for those you. for those listening who, who aren't watching, I just smacked myself for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Meanwhile, <laughs> in in the pre-show, I said Kyle was the one that was like had more of the like uh, jackass humor, and then when you get on cam, and then I smack myself. So I I don't know, maybe I'm right there with him, which is why I like his humor so much. <laughs> exactly, it's all of us would do anything and everything for the laugh, the giggles, the the everything in between. Well said. Um. Yeah, Kyle, it, uh, he's been feeling under the weather and has been for the last couple of days. So he's taking it out for tonight, chilling out, uh, trying out his, his PS5 finally. He's been in the box for weeks. <laughs> um, and uh, Wolf should be joining us shortly, as I said. Um, but also, during this time frame, we actually had a facelift. Yeah. So... We we will still have the moniker of BBLB, but our Twitch and our YouTube, our Twitter and our Instagram has changed to Babylon. And the logo and the banner looks clean as all hell. And I am so glad to be a part of this this family. And it, it, it um can't wait for anything going forward. As that being said, uh, tonight we are going to be reviewing and discussing The Falcon and the Winter Soldier Episodes 2 and 3. Episode 2 being called Star Spangled Man, and 3 being called Power Broker. The second episode was released on March 26th, uh, and the third episode was released on April 2nd, uh, exclusively on Disney+. Plus. And was written by Derek Holstad and Malcolm Spellman and directed by Kari Bogland. And it consists is both of these episodes, well, ever since the very first episode has been good. Like it's been awesome. And I'm honestly so stoked about these episodes being released and everything. Um starting off with the reviews, I don't have the wheel today uh, is like one thing that i forgot so um but with the reviews i'm going to actually start with uh jonathan sure um so episode two really kind of confirms some of those things that they're hinting at in episode one right so we talk about sam having imposter syndrome right and uh, the government's uh, sort of involvement and the reason why he has imposter syndrome. Um, let's be very real about what we saw from episode one to episode two. We saw Sam feeling like he wasn't good enough to carry the mantle. Uh, and then when he gives it up, he gets gaslighted by government official A, whatever you want to call him. And he says, you did the right thing. He's more than capable to carry the shield. More than capable. And then you sort of move down the line of this episode, and I feel like I'm going to jump ahead a little bit, but 
maybe I won't say it just yet in case Wolf has something he wants to elaborate on, but you you find out another old um, hero from the comics existed in the MCU, and you find out what the government did to him. Also, a black superhero uh, who was treated very unfairly and unfortunately. And you got to kind of figure it sort of reconfirms um, in uh, Falcon's head that, yeah, you know what, like, maybe stepping away was a good idea because they don't want me. But sometimes what you want versus what you need and or should do are two separate things, right? Um, And one can be more necessary than the other. So a very broad overview of the, you know, uh, the review. If we, um, are we going to do like a step-by-step through the episode two, or, or do you want me to do step-by-step? No, or do you just, just want me to give you a broad overview? A broad overview of both episodes. Be good. So I, I think, I, I think what we'll, we'll see is by the end of it, Falcon's going to understand that it is necessary for him and for those he represents to take up the mantle. Because it's it's the right thing to do, even though he's going to see hardship because of it, I think. So that's my review of episode two in a very broad sense. Got it. Um, I actually got a chance to look at our participants, and Wolf is here. Um, God, I ruined the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking, I joined, and I'm like, oh crap, they're, they're actually live, I didn't know. Yeah, sorry, I wanted to make sure, well, I don't want to waste like any time and i just know you was going to come through voice so we wanted to actually get started we didn't go anything like in depth so you should be perfectly fine okay i made you a new overlay and everything <laughs> i i am i'm sorry i'm sorry no, you're fine i didn't know who was gonna be on so i didn't know if i needed one but no this this one's perfectly fine it's just that i forgot to include um a picture of kyle right, right before we went live but but right now we, we are good um since you weren't here for the beginning how are you doing today, man? Uh, I'm good. I just got back from the store and I found Pokemon cards for once, so I'm very excited to open them after this. <laughs> you were one of the few that actually found some? Yeah, uh, it's a secret location. I'm not telling where it is because I want to go back and get more in case I get screwed out of these packs. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, glad to no, be- I'm good. I'm excited to talk about this. I don't remember anything from these episodes, by the way. especially. <laughs> <laughs> I guess nobody remembers shit. I'm, I have notes. No, I'm I know. Like no, no. Lost on the second one. Fal- or Falcon Winter Soldier. Like, I guess it's because it's those hour long episodes. I'm just not rewatching them as much as I did WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Like, WandaVision, I rewatched each episode like three to five times, and I took notes on the last time, and I'd rewatch it like an, like an hour before the, the podcast. I haven't done that with Falcon Winter Soldier. It's like one and done for me. Uh, it's the uh, same here, actually. But I understand. Um,. I'll look up any information you guys would want me to look up. I have no problem doing that. Um, but since you're here, you can actually go up next if you need to. Uh, sure. Okay, so we're doing the second episode first. Yes, we're doing the. Oh, um, well, actually, um, he did review well, like a brief overview of both episodes all the time. So if you want to go one by one. Okay. Uh, second episode. So that was. The one with is his name Isaiah. Yes, Isaiah. Um, and I don't remember the beginning of that episode at all. It was the um, 
They start uh, off on the plane. They're gonna do the mission. Bucky kind of oh, joins right. along. Was that the one with the uh, the therapist scene, kind of, or is that episode three that I'm thinking? Of? The what? The one with uh, the Bucky's counselor, where they missed the he missed his meeting. Two. Wasn't that episode two, right? Two. Yeah. That was okay. Two. So yeah, two. Um, I I enjoyed it. I like the bit of action scenes that they have, especially at the beginning. Thinking back to it with the like, with the thing with uh, Falcon being like, oh, he calls him Bucky, and he's like, you can't do that. That Steve can only call me that. And I like mm-hmm. how he jumps out of the plane without a parachute, and he's just like, fine. Even though I, I mean he's a super soldier, but I feel like he maybe would have broken something. But I like the little bits of obvious humor that we've got going on now between Bucky and Sam. Like, it seems like, obviously, before, they hated each other, didn't like each other. Now they're kind of like, they've grown, it seems like they've grown on each other a bit, and they're like, they just act like they want to dislike each other, especially Sam. So I think Sam's fine with Bucky. I think Bucky's the one that just is a little more unhappy with Sam, obviously, because of situations. But we, I believe we get the hints with that one, with like this, um, Wow, why am I drawing a blank? Uh, Jonathan Walker, uh, him being an ass. Now we're seeing that like he's kind oh, yeah. of like we see he's being that dickhead Captain America, and it's unfortunate he, that dude, that actor is actually getting death threats in real life, which is crazy. What? Because he's yeah, because he is Captain America, he's getting actually. death threats. So it's really unfortunate, but like that's his character. His character is a jerk, and he's meant to be a jerk. And hopefully, by the end of the season, he gets redeemed, or like maybe later on, if they bring him back as you like uh, U.S. agent, he gets redeemed later. But um, I like the stuff they got going on with him. I love that counselor scene because you just like you had the staring contest with Bucky and Falcon, and then you have the the flag smashers in that episode, which they had the pretty cool truck scene as well which I didn't expect. Obviously, in the trailers, we didn't see Captain America there, and what do you know? He pops up. So, But second episode, good. Good action. Good comedy. Um, great dynamic between Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. So those two are both great with this. So I like the second one a lot. Third one, um, that one I got a little bit more in my head. Uh, I like the reintroduction of Zemo. But I don't like how they kind of like crapped on his previous story. Before it yes! seemed like he was just like yes! a random character, random dude who was like farmer guy, somewhat just living in Sokovia, whose family got all killed by the events of Age of Ultron. Yep. And he like went out of his way to learn Hydra secrets and stuff like that. Whereas this episode makes it seem like he's been dealing with Hydra secrets the entire time. Like he's yeah. known Hydra stuff, he's rich. He's got a ton of money. He's a baron now, even though he wasn't a baron before, even though that's his proper character. And it's like, it's like, what is, what'd you do with this guy? Why, why is his now, probably, how many years in prison? Five, six, eight years in prison? Uh, something let's like call that. it five. I don't know. I can't remember. It's probably like seven to eight, I think, because the two year gap between Endgame and the five year blip. So it's probably like seven, eight years. Yeah. But like in those seven to eight years, his, character is now now he's rich and he's had this the whole time it doesn't make sense it kind of takes away from him a little bit in my opinion so here's what i'll say i I was thinking about that too i completely agree with you that zemo from the movie and this zemo and this show are almost two completely 
different characters. Yeah. Now, I can see how that could leave a bad taste in some people's mouth, but I will follow up with another question. I completely see what you're saying. However, don't you kind of like this demo, though? I, I like it. It doesn't more. make sense, right? Like, it does not make sense. Yeah. He's a completely different person now for some reason. But I kind of like this Zemo. He's like, he's like evil Batman. Like, I definitely like him more now because he's more like his comic counterpart instead of yeah. like the movie one that they did. But they really crapped on that like innocent dude who just became yeah. bad because yeah. he was like on a vendetta. Like yep. he still seems like he had that has that vendetta, but like it's not as much. Like you think this Zemo would be like they'd walk in and be like, "Screw you! I don't want to work with you guys." I'm not working with Falcon. Right. Get out of here. Like, he, yeah. he hates the Avengers. So yeah. why would, like, his mentality is flipped just because he heard the word super soldier. Like, right. flipped, which I, st- I don't think he would care that much. Like, I, I, like the new, I like the new Zemo, but, like, yeah. they retconned him in a really yeah. weird way. Yeah, they like, did. So It, it sat with me weird, too. I was like, yeah. this, this doesn't feel right. This is not, like, who this character was. But then, like, yeah. but then, and then as the episode goes on, you're like, you know what? I kind of like this version of Zemo, though. Like, and, and I wasn't very familiar with him from the comics. I didn't know much about him. Yeah. So to hear that this is actually a more comic accurate version, I like that. Um, but it, it's definitely noticeable the change. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. 100%. It's not enough explanation because he's just like, "Oh, I'm yeah. rich," and they're like, "He's just." It's like, okay, so you just come out of prison, you break, get broken out of prison, and you just have all this and they're just like yeah here you go it's like nobody knew about this at all (laughs) like it's a little jarring but the other thing that it made me wonder is is he behind all of this in some way and he's counting on it and he's selling a role right now and maybe down the line he uh slides back into that more gravitas darker zemo um Um... Now, could be far-fetched. I was just asking a question. I don't think that's what's going to happen. Uh, But I I thought it was worth asking. So, we get hit Zemo, which is cool and everything. I love the interaction with with Bucky and and, uh, Falcon there, though, where he's like, so, just hypothetically... If he gets out, I like I love that he's like, no, no, we're not doing that. He walks in, and he's like, what the hell are you doing here? Like when he walks in, Falcon's like, I'm not, no, no, and he's like, what? You, he's like, you're going back to jail. Like that whole interaction was really good. Yeah, that so was funny. there's good fight scenes there as well. I was really expecting when we get to Madripoor, and we had that random like sniper like looking out for them. I was like, oh, is this gonna be like introduction of like Punisher or something randomly? Like I thought that'd be kind of cool. And then we get. Sharon Carter, who is now very sketchy. <laughs> you mean Sharon Wick? Did yeah. you see what she did to those men? She was insane. Um, I love seeing that, like, like that style for like my my mom had a weird question for me because I'm not a very big fan of Cap- like Captain Marvel. Um, just because I don't really like that randomly overpowered character with no training type of thing. Um, and she was like. Why, she's like, why do you like this character? She's like, you you hate Captain Marvel. I'm like, no, 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 no. Captain Marvel's written bad. This character, like, she's a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Like, it makes sense why she has this, like, amount of combat training. She probably trained with people like Black Widow and stuff. So, but I like her in the show. And there's a lot of theories and stuff I've been seeing, and I thought that I kind of had to is, do you guys, and I'm going to ask, do you guys think Sharon Carter is the 
um, uh, uh, power broker. Yeah, power broker. Uh, I mean, it would make sense, right? Yeah. She's yeah. got all the art. She's got people working for her. She's got all this money. She has a really swanky place. Like, it points that way. And, like, it, it kind of makes sense if, especially if that one person was going to start talking and she just flat out killed her right then and there and was like, no, you don't tell anything more to these guys. Because she seemed pretty pissed when Zemo killed that one scientist dude. But, episode three, though, a lot of action cool backstory. I like the way it's heading and I'm excited for episode 4 this week so I really enjoyed it as well. So I'll end my bit right there. Well said. Pass the torch. Alright. Um, and I'm going to pass the torch to Matt. Well, seems like this torch is mostly burnt out because all the points that have been made are points that I liked and things Don't hand I off the shield. Enjoyed. You, you carry that shield. <laughs> you hold that shield high. Don't you fucking bucky me. Don't you bucky me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, so it's been been a hot minute or a week since I enjoyed episode two. Um, I I liked I liked the the introductions, like the establishing stories of episode one. Episode two was like okay, now you know some shit. We're going to evolve on that shit, but also not tell you some other shit, and you'll figure that shit out later. You know, it, the <laughs> only thing that threw me off about 2 was suddenly Sam and Bucky are in the same place. How did Bucky get there? This seems like some sort of, I don't know, military operation. Dude's got a little bit of history. Like, I don't know that he just, like, waltzed in and was like, what's up, Mike, the security guy? I'm here just to see Sam. Don't worry, but it's fine. It's cool. I know where I'm going. Like, it was just so sudden. It really threw me off where it was just, like, suddenly Bucky. Suddenly okay? Bucky. Suddenly Bucky. There was Bucky. <laughs> that, that was one of the few things that, like, I was like, eh, wait a second. How? Why? What? Okay, fine. They're together now. They're are they gonna be best friends. Find out next week or the week after. I, um, I had the same thought process when I saw Bucky just randomly there. I was like, "How did you just appear?" I, I completely yeah, forgot he just about walks that in. The beginning. He's just sitting there waiting for Sam. It's like, how do you know exactly where Sam's at? Yeah. Um. The well, I guess the whole this episode, the point of this one was like to introduce. Uh, John, John Walker, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, to introduce him, I I don't like his face. His <laughs> face His face says I'm new Captain America, but I'm gonna do it with guns and evil things. You know, or not necessarily evil things, but with uh powered by ulterior motives. That kind of thing, and he also has the weight and the strain of, you know, coming from a military background, and now he's suddenly in the spotlight. Yeah. And everything he does is constantly monitored, not only by, you know, um, whoever his handlers are, but like the public, the general public is now even more aware of what he does than 
what Steve Rogers had following him around. Well said. It's, it he's he has he it's more it's it's heavier right. Yeah. He he's um, kind of OG Steve in a way where he's like a publicity stunt actor just out in the front line like how Steve originally was just kind of like you're just a front man for this to be like Captain America and then he's a promotional like, tool yeah he, yeah he's just he was promotional and that's yeah, exactly I mean, what Jonathan Walker this, is right now this this guy is you know they're not using they're not pushing him to sell you know stocks and bonds in the war but they're they're openly putting his face on a war against whatever the hell they think is terrorism, right? Yeah. And I don't remember if it was episode two or three, I think it was three, where they, like, get into the, like, compound, and he, like, gets in that dude's face, and he's, like, he, like, screams, like, do you know who I am? Oh, yeah, the guy's you know, spitting his face. Yeah, yeah that, so that was... He ha he has the weight of being the the new edition of Captain America, but he his name doesn't carry the weight or fear, you know, and just you know, it doesn't it just doesn't carry. It doesn't carry like Steve Rogers could carry, right? And I think that's what's gonna get to him and I think that's gonna be um the downfall of John Walker. And I'm I want to see where his storyline goes. I would rather watch him fall to pieces than follow the Flag Smashers. I haven't been super impressed by the Flag Smasher people's storyline just yet. I'm hoping it's going to get a little more involved. Maybe I don't know enough, but... I, I agree with that with them. They're kind of lame so far. It It feels like a... It's almost a side quest for the show at this point like i i like the buddy cop thing but the flag smashers have been like uh oh hey remember these guys we got to give them something to fight right you know so yeah hopefully, hopefully yeah. it gets a little more involved yeah um, they don't seem super thought out yet like they're just kind of like they're just they're being bad for good reasons but it's like they're just kind of like random street thugs that are just there that have superpowers that we're kind of seeing. There's no like, right, and this this could still be a portion of character development, right? We're yeah. only three episodes in. It, you know, next episode could be a huge turning point for their story. You know, and it could snowball from there. I mean, that's so far. That's 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 all I've got on them, really. You know, the episode two just that that and I don't. What did I miss anything from three? The whole Madripoor thing, fucking that was great. I love just going into the underground. Like, there's High Town and Low Town. Guess you don't have any friends in High Town. You know, obviously that's where you're gonna go. That's what's gonna drive the story. And uh, I don't know. I I guess getting into Zemo, I. I had no expectations of what he was going to be cuz like you guys already said like dude was just minding his own business being like a small-time farmer guy before now he's a baron and very wealthy private jet fancy coat nice hair like who are you what what else what are we going to get thrown at us next you know that that really that was 
along with Bucky just kind of showing up, it felt the same way to me with Zemo, where they're just kind of like, no, Zemo, we got him out of prison, surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, that whole scene was very, the hypothetically speaking, I was I had a real good chuckle out of that. But yeah, I mean that's that's about it. I liked all the Madripoor stuff. That was beautiful to me. Like it, just the way it was yeah. shot, all the scenes. If you're gonna go into a part of a town that's basically ninety percent neon signs, it's gotta be raining. That's the only way it looks pretty. <laughs> Sorry, that was loud. <laughs> no, that's, that's that's actually pretty freaking true. Cause like just look at that scene. Um, what was it? Was it Endgame or was it Infinity Ward? Um, where like they found um, fuck, I can't yeah, remember they, his where, name. Where Clint, where Clint gets picked up at. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. It's gotta yes, be yes, raining yes. if you're in a foreign city that's mostly neon. Yeah, it has to rain. Yeah, definitely look like Night City from Cyberpunk. I do like what Marvel does with their like made up comic book cities like Wakanda and. Madripoor now they look really they always look really like visually appealing mm. oh yeah I, I will say one cool thing really quick that I just remembered about uh, Walker's character he did have a pretty badass scene though on that truck battle when he threw his shield to save his buddy that was a pretty mm. like unique yeah. use of the shield that Steve never really was shown using yeah, yeah. That, one, that one was good the the whole like surprise like him now he's there the all of this stuff has been very like surprise this guy's yeah. here now. <laughs> that uh. that was another surprise oh man um Maggie you 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 okay do you use your time <laughs> yeah you did yep <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, that's all folks is that what we're heading into uh, oh, that's yeah. all folks moment <laughs> yeah the, the, my, my tongue is on <laughs> um my view uh because i saw the second episode a day after it came out and uh sticking the second third episode yesterday um i was pretty late because uh i got caught up basically with everything else and then watching another show that we will discuss after the stream um but yeah the second episode was the introduction to the the new Captain America and yeah I don't like him I don't like him at all yeah, his <laughs> face is a punchable face to me like it's a really punchable face um and but the, yeah the the whole episode playing out like um uh, seeing the new group and everything uh and finding out uh what their motos are and um. It's it's kind of it's iffy to me, but like I I want to see more things fleshed out, uh, on that end. Uh, but yeah, that truck scene was awesome. That it was really cool. And yeah, I do I do gotta admit that Captain Captain America, um, save for his friend was pretty cool. It was awesome. Um, I still don't like him. Still an asshole. I just still remember a specific scene where they were basically trying to get, um, Sam and Bucky to work with them. Uh, when they were they picked the truck uh in a tr- picked them up in the truck and explained to the whole situation that all the information that they know but Sam and Bucky can't know because basically they're blacklisted and he's trying to work with them they're not hearing it and everything is like if you're not gonna work with us you better stay the hell out of our way like okay fuck you then 
Bye. <laughs> like, bro, we fought Thanos twice. <laughs> no, that that's like when I saw that and seeing all of that and um I think it's like the first introduction to him personally and seeing the gun on his hip, I was like I don't know how it actually played out in the comic, but I I, I heard like little bits and pieces about it. I just don't really I I, I wanted I wanted to be something worthwhile at the end, but I I just have a feeling that something else is going to happen. And it's not, not going to be good. It's going to be probably good for us that we get to see it, but bad for him. But it's like, I, I don't like, I just don't like him. Don't, I, and I think that's the purpose of the character. I just don't like him. Um, The third episode, it, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Like seeing that, uh, the noose, that city. Um, and I, I just, I just love just Japan. Like anything Japan is mind-bogglingly cool to me, regardless of anything. Like the neon lights, the underground, uh, the underground scene, the the just the lights, just the lights is so awesome. It's just like I can get mesmerized and walk around for hours, and I would not be surprised. Just crap. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was really cool to see that. And uh, Zemo's character, yeah, yeah, this this is weird, because I was trying to remember exactly how his character um, got introduced in the first place, and was just kind of like seeing this, like, where the hell did this come from? Like, since when did you, and how the hell did you get that money in that jet in that nice coat and oh, the now all of a sudden you have a mask? Like, where the f what what? what? Where did that come? Uh, okay, all right. Just I was gonna pump my brakes. Now let's see what what else happens. Which, which I think leads credence to the fact that he's got an almost overall bigger plan at play that's happening right now. Yeah, because like I, I think because clearly things that we didn't know and that they didn't want to tell us, which like was discussed already at length, kind of you know is different from the character that we got last time. But sorry, Johnny, go ahead. No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, you're actually bringing up a good point because it feels like he has an alternative motive, re mm -hmm. regardless of anything, and of his of his character. Like Sam has the right to be, um, not uh, like trying to backtrack. Like, why the hell are we? Uh oh, you okay? <laughs> um, and he was right to actually be skeptical about working with. <laughs> Him. <laughs> um and rightfully so because i i feel like it's this is too easy for him to be working with them like it, it doesn't really seem like he would do something like this even it has though, gone easy hasn't it yeah it's just like this is too easy like something is up like i don't something has is like something's there is trying to put the words together, like something's there, but I I just can't figure it out, and something is gonna be flushed out later on. But something's up, yeah. It's way way too easy on their end. Um, what was the um the female character's name again? Sharon Carter. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, she became an asshole. From what she originally was, like she was really good, not really goody good two two shoes, but she was. 
she was on the point of what Steve Rogers originally was, and then she just changed to a completely different person. But they explain that. Yes, yeah. they, that, that's what I was about to say. They explain okay. that. Sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, They explain that, and it's like, damn. What? No, you're fine. <laughs> um, and yeah, they explained it and everything. Like, okay, yeah. And it's crazy, like, what a whole event can change about a person's point of view. It's crazy. Like, it's like I, I initially, when she was introduced, I liked her character. But, like, now it's kind of like, eh. And then your points about, like, yeah, she, she has all of this basically connections where she's at because she, she's also been blacklisted. And something's up with her as well. Like, at least I feel. But, uh... Um, yeah. But, yeah, there's, like, a, it's it's building up to something, and I'm I'm looking forward to what the, the actual episodes go along, and especially that very last scene at, at in the episode three, now I'm, I'm freaking excited. Like, hmm. Now, I'm, now I'm, I want to see what's going to happen. Well, at the reviews, I was going to open up a discussion about what... What's the future after, uh, basically after episode three? So I'll open the floor up. Anybody wants to talk? So if you guys don't mind, I have just a slew of questions across both episodes, kind of um, pointing out uh, different things from the comics to uh, asking questions to where I think the show might go. Um, I can ask each question, and we can have like a like do like a rapid fire. I know there's only twenty minutes left. Uh, uh, so I don't know if you guys want to take time on one or speed through others. Uh, just... uh, so if I say something, yeah, and you guys want to stop me, just stop me. Can I answer every question with my own question? And then we just move on from there. No answers, just questions with questions. I mean, we can. I just feel like that would be kind of jumbled. <laughs> Potato, tomato. <laughs> Go on, John. I can't call me that, but I believe he will, by the end of it, get to call him that. Uh, and then they make the reference to the White Wolf. Um, is that something that we're going to see him become? He was, well, no, he wasn't. There was another character in the comics who went by White Wolf, but in the MCU, that's what they referred to him as. So does maybe instead of him becoming the next Captain America, does he become the White Wolf? Um, I'll pause. If anybody wants to jump in, they can. I, I, um, could, I could see it being a possibility. I, okay. I could see them, maybe that's like his new code name he goes by as White Wolf. Um, yeah, to kind of shed his past, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, he could just go by Bucky. He, I mean, he could very well become Captain America, you know? I mean, the show, with all the leaks that we've seen with, like, toys and stuff, we know that Falcon's going to be pretty much Captain America, which was expected, because that's how they set up the character. But, I mean, they they could always curveball it, you know. Maybe they do make him a Captain America in a sense. But I, I think White Wolf is the likelihood of his code name. Okay. Uh, could it be that John Walker and Battlestar are already enhanced? I mean, they went toe-to-toe -to -toe with enhanced individuals. I don't care if he's peak human or not. Uh, they're enhanced, period. He's not. So I'm wondering, are they already enhanced and they're keeping it a secret? That's... I don't think so. Mm. Okay, Matt. I, I think that's something that we well. could see. 
I, I think that's something we could see by the end, because they did say there were, what, 20 vials of that? I, something yeah. like that? They're yeah, like, I think so. There's about 20 vials of the serum, and they have used, I believe they said eight, I think. So there's about probably 12-ish left over. I could see by the end of the series, Walker possibly getting it, or Falcon even at that point, and one of them could take it and use it by the end of the series. Possibly even Sharon Carter. She could even use it, because in the comics, she has, I think, had it at one point in time as well. Huh. Matt. That, that ties into one of the things that I brought up earlier, because my buddy Josh brought it up to me. Um, is that going to be part of the John Walker story of trying to live up to something that he isn't? You know, Steve was obviously an enhanced super person man for superman for lack of a you know correct universe um what what if that's you know could that tie in later again gonna add my question onto your question like could that be part of the weight and like an end point you know yeah that's i mean, I think that's a good question uh, i could see him feeling the pressure of using it and I mean, they could, it could, you know, because he's already so, it could be like a Red Skull situation, but not as deep where it corrupts him to a sense, maybe makes him more aggressive and more angry on top of his already like high aggression and anger, it seems like. So just like normal steroids. Yeah, pretty much. Got it. And then we could see maybe if Falcon decides to use it, maybe, I mean, Falcon could, you know, he could see Walker use it and then maybe that makes him decide not to or maybe like it he work it works for him in more of a Steve situation where it just enhances him like the goodness in him like it did for Steve as well. Okay. Um could General Ross be behind all of this? And is could this be laying a foundation for uh, an evil cap with uh, a Thunderbolts situation? Um do we eventually do, do we go the full Monty and get the Red Hulk? From all of this, I think so. I oh, think, really? I I think so because <laughs> if you hear back to the episode three scene, he used to be a American scientist, and the blip happened. He disappeared. He came back, and they scrapped the program. It could have been a thing with Ross, like if Ross got blipped or snapped as well, or if Ross didn't get snapped, and they're like, "Well, we got no one now. We're just gonna drop this and." I mean, I, I think, especially with Ross supposed to be, I think he's supposed to be in the the She-Hulk show, maybe? maybe? That would make I sense. I don't know if he's sense. supposed to be in there 100%, but I know that Ruffalo is supposed to be in there, and I know Abomination is supposed to come back in there. So I totally could see Ross be a Red Hulk, maybe, in that show. Maybe that's his debut, and we find out that he is behind this. I mean, Ross is behind everything military-based at all, so, I mean, I could see it. Okay. Next question. <laughs> Isaiah Bradley, as we know, uh, tragic backstory, completely screwed over. Uh, they even say, you know, they took vials of my blood. Um, that could have played a part in them making serum and whatnot. Now, Andrew uh, was sort of uh, uh, pounding the idea of the Young Avengers being laid out slowly before us. Well, uh, Isaiah's son, Eli, is a, is a Young Avenger. Um, except he uses like uh, doses of, I don't think it's the serum, but I can't quite remember what he uses, uh, but that's what gives him his abilities. 
does he maybe get his hands on a select few, you know, vials or whatever, and like that's what he uses a little bit at a time to, you know, uh, give him his abilities and join the Young Avengers down the line. Okay. Uh, Moving on. I, I don't know. He might just be a bit character that they throw away. They yeah. might not even they might not even retouch back on those characters. They might have just introduced them and been like, yeah, they exist. Yeah. Bye. You know. Yeah. Very, very, very possible. Um, episode moving into episode three. Uh, it was already discussed. John Walker, do you know who I am? Uh, the dude's slowly losing it. So I heard, uh, you know, the possibilities of uh, was it uh, was it you, Wolf, saying that there might be a redemption arc for him? I was saying they maybe they'll do it for him because in the comics he is an Avenger at one point in time I believe, and I, I think it's after he has his big aggression dick phase of mm. he maybe was Captain America I I don't remember if he's Cap in the comics at all or if he's just U.S. agent flat out in the comics I'm not like fully remembering that off the top of my head but I know him as U.S. agent does join the Avengers at one point in time and he has his own shield and stuff. So I could see that, but maybe not this series. I see yeah. him losing it this series, and maybe down the line he gets brought back to do something. I, um, I, mean, I think that's totally possible. I um, have a small idea what could happen with him. I mean, we're three episodes in. I don't know if we'll see the U.S. agent costume this series. I think we could. I mean, we could possibly see in episode four or five he does something at one point, and then they're like, oh, you're not a Captain America fit. And then maybe that's when Falcon dons the suit and shield at that point, And maybe he goes and gets his own shield from somewhere and just takes his uniform. And is like, well, America doesn't like me. Well, screw you, America. I'm going to be the U S agent or something like that. Like, I don't know. And he just changes the colors on the suit to black instead of blue. And that he goes by U S agent instead of cap. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, maybe he, maybe it does boil up and it becomes too much. And he says, I'm not Cap. I'm something different. I'm U.S. Yeah. agent. Dun -dun -dun. Um, <laughs> and then one of the other things that I saw, and this is more of an observation rather than a question, um, is so we know after episode three that Bucky got Cap's notebook because Zemo says it's the same notebook. So here's how I see it for this show. And I don't know how it comes together and what the two of them do for each other's character. But uh, I, 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 this is not my own, but I'm subscribing to this idea. Bucky got the notebook, which was the more personal side of Steve Rogers. So Bucky's becoming more like Steve Rogers. Uh, Falcon got, Sam got the shield. And slowly, I think he's becoming more Captain America. So the two of them together, in a sense, are kind of um, holding up the legacy of Steve Rogers. Um, and, you know, I think, in a way, the two of them together will kind of figure this out. And it'll be some sort of bell that's rung in their head that maybe gets them over their, you know, uh, their arcs um, so that they can move on with their lives and take on these new tasks that they want to take on. Um, and so I think 
that I'm, I think the future of this show will kind of continue on down those paths, um, culminating in what, I don't know, but I, I'm really excited to find out. Um, so those were all my questions and all of my observations on everything. So I am completely depleted. Um, actually, yeah, one thing I want to bring up, uh, that in scene for three, um, do you think, um, we're going to see, uh, Tachanga's sister eventually? Sure. Oh, yeah, we haven't even, oh yeah, sorry, go on. Oh, you're fine. That was it. It was like, I was asking that question. Like, do you think that there, she's going to actually play a part in this series? Possibly. Uh, I don't think so really i don't think they'll show her i think we'll just see more of the dora malaje guard people like the like assassin people that they'll send out i mean who knows like who even sent her it could just be like a group that's still hung up over tachaka's death and the, the second they heard about zemo being out they're like all right go in like just you know obviously with the death of chadwick boseman and we don't know what they're going to do with the t'challa black panther character I mean, who knows who even ordered these people to go out? It could have been the mom, you know, it could have been the sister, it could have been T'Challa, but I don't know if they'll show any of the, like, the big royal Wakandan family at all yeah. in this series. Now, I lied, I do have one more question. Could that be the reason why Bucky felt comfortable doing this? Because he knew they were going to show up, so he had, like, this built-in safety net? Maybe. Hmm. That's he did a... spend like two years in Wakanda, so he does was probably that, know how they operate. Part of his plan the whole time could be, could be part of it. That's that's actually a really freaking awesome observation. I didn't think about. Thank you. <laughs> um, but it was actually really cool to see at least somebody from Wakanda in here, since technically Bucky came from there. Um, I don't know. I, even though that that the wound's still open for Chadwick Boseman, thing, uh, I would love to actually see somewhat of a, like a not really assembly, but more or less like something that resembled Wakanda in uh, in somehow, some way, shape, or form. We might get this. You know what would be really cool? He, all right, here's something I would like to see. <clears throat> I don't know if it'll happen. This is not a prediction, but it's something I want to see. I would love for them to go to Wakanda, and we get to see the street-level Wakanda. We didn't really get to see that. Like, there's a city there, right? Like, I would yeah. love to see the street level of Wakanda. That'd be really cool to see. I, I could possibly see that. I, You know, I could see Shuri maybe showing up at some point, maybe. Um, if anything, she'll just be like maybe a very small bit role, but I don't know. I mean, they seem to be wanting to go pretty heavy on these shows. Like they're treating them kind of like movies in a sense. So I could see them definitely pulling in someone like that for, you know, just a couple scenes. Granted though, with COVID, they might not, some people might not be available though. So it might be harder for some people to show up. Like they might've had plans like, you know, who, maybe it was Sherry that was supposed to show up instead of that one random character that showed up. Yeah. But maybe just because of circumstances with the world right now that um, maybe it was just her instead. You know, That's... Who knows what their true plans are on yeah. the back end. 
That was actually a really good point too, because um, I know that this series is only six episodes, and yeah, that that definitely could complicate things, and actually complicated a lot of things for WandaVision. Yeah. Um, with the, some other characters that could have been a possible um, uh, appearances, but uh, due to that, is they they couldn't do it. So yeah, I I, I can definitely see that, yeah. that reasoning. There's just a lot of like, especially with WandaVision, there were a lot of theories with Doctor Strange being there, and he was stuck and he was stuck overseas. So you know, he could have been planned from the beginning. Like they had more scenes for Darcy that they were supposed to do, and they weren't able to get her back for those. So she was supposed to have more scenes in the final episode. Um, so I could definitely see it, something like that affecting Falcon Winter Soldier still, and I mean, still it could even affect Loki. Um, could affect whatever other show they have next the next live action one hawkeye um so it could affect all these but i i i feel like shuri showing up at this point is like you said i mean we're on episode four this week uh, it could just be like the same thing with with wandavision where it just like a lot of people thought mephisto and they had all these plans and stuff like that and just, you get to those last couple episodes and it's like all right we got so much going on we can't introduce new things so i think Shuri's just a, a new introduction like in addition addition that would just be like meh at this point i feel like it'd complicate more than help same with wakanda i don't know if we'll travel there i feel like we're gonna see a lot more like american and europe based things at this point like i don't even know if we'll go back to madripoor at this point i think madripoor is pretty much done at least in terms of like them all traveling there because um even though it was um those complications for WandaVision and those episodes being so short that they basically not really crunch, but more or less like they had less to work with. And this one, they have a little bit more leeway, but they shorten it down compared to how many episodes was in WandaVision. So it's likely they can do, well, will do so much to actually fill with that time frame. And if there's some things that can be skimped out, it's understandable because it's basically they got to work with what they got to work with. And uh, also the fact that there's has a, such, a such a short series and they could possibly fit some more stories down the line with other um, iterations of other stories and stuff like that. So they basically is like this one focus point, basically. Yeah. Falcon and War Soldier also does have a lot more, I guess, main characters to deal with. Um, you have Bucky and and uh, Sam, and then you have Sharon, who we're probably going to see more of. I don't think they're going to drop Sharon out at this point. I think she's going to have a bit more. You've got Zemo now, who's like a main sage, and then you got, I think his name's Battlestar and Captain America that we're dealing with. And they, I mean, we could even see another introduction even next episode. And then all of the flag smashers, and then we have that one kind of military agent guy who's working with Sam, the one that keeps Torres. getting balls into. Yeah, I, what was his name? Torres. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, we have a lot of characters in this show. Whereas like, Wandavision really only dealt with like, I mean, the main two primarily, Wanda and Vision, and then kind of Monica. She was like sidelined a little bit, but like everyone else was just kind of like extra characters in that show. This show's got a lot to deal with. Well, that's what happens when you write a story inside of a bubble. True. This is open world, my friend. True. Um, there was one thing that I wanted to actually point out. 
um, Battlestar's costume. Like, uh, I like it, but it's really copied. So like sidekick type of shit, not 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 unique aware and just like that is is literally like a bigger star on his chest and then everything blocked out like yeah you guys could have done more like this i need to look up his backstory i don't know who battlestar even is if he's in the comics or not and if he's a side character then i understand but it was just like i was look paying attention to the costume it's like looks kind of shitty so like just that whole interaction is like I'm Battlestar. It's like, yeah, all right, bye, bye, yeah. kid. Yeah, just just go in the back real quick. You good? Yes. Uh-oh. I just happened to be on a page talking about the episode that had links to the characters and backstories, and I just clicked on Lamar Hoskin, who is Battlestar. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, the first sentence is uh. It's a big one. Lamar Hoskins was once a wrestler who was given superhuman strength by the power broker. Ah, That's the yeah. first line of the bi- of his well, biography. I was just gonna say because well, I then. saw I saw a picture recently of like them, like uh, I think it was on Twitter or somewhere, but I saw a picture somewhere Reddit or Twitter that showed like all the superhumans like super soldiers from the, from the comics kind of and ones that we have in the show and they did show him over another character from like his comic counterpart so i could totally see them possibly giving him or john both i mean they could both or maybe just him get super soldier serum in the show i mean with all those vials left i think i think we see a couple of them maybe get destroyed and a couple of them used still yeah so also another fun fact He's from Chicago. That's where I live. Well, shit. <laughs> uh, that, that was one thing I actually wanted to bring up beforehand before we actually end this. There is quite a few um, uh, ethnicities in, the, in this series, which I, I can definitely dig. It, especially at the, um, that character that was the supposed um, secret... Um, character who had the super serum that they went to go visit in the second episode like like i i'm actually i'm digging this i'm really digging that and but i didn't dig the fact that they got racially profiled at, after they walked out the fucking house what? Yeah, when i, I saw that. Saying, that episode reconfirmed everything they were hinting at in the first one and bucky was like oh I, 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 you you best not sucker i've been <laughs> around way too long you you just need to sit down that was his uh, whole attitude towards those cops. God, it's just like I'm an individual. Like I, it's like oh, oh, Falcon. It's like I, I am so sorry. It's like fuck out of here, asshole. I, I like the comment. Didn't recognize you without the goggles on. Like it was just like okay, he was trying to laugh that one off and brush that away. But okay, yeah, motherfuckers. I, I knew this uh. series was gonna have stuff like this, but like that was just flat out just street level. Like, yeah. that was, like, not, like, even, like, an American thing, like, oh, no, we're, we don't want a black Captain America. That was just flat out, like, in the streets of a random neighborhood. They're just, like, they're, like, is this guy giving you trouble? And it's, like, whoa, that was just, like, right out there like that, especially with, like, oh, yeah. random cops. 
I thought we were going to see that with like the like the American like kind of um politician side of things of whoever why they were like oh you know that's where we're going to go with Walker type of thing cuz we haven't really seen that yet for like the politician side they were just like oh you know it's a good thing that you gave it up like we haven't even seen them be like well we don't want you being captain america type of thing yet he just didn't want to do it 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 probably eventually uh, be talked about I, or discussed. Oh yeah, we're gonna see it at some point soon. Uh, Jonathan, you was about to say something. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, without further ado, if you guys have any lasting uh thoughts or anything. Hmm. No? Lasting thoughts. Uh, a penny in the hand is worth two in the bush. I can dig it. All right. Interesting. <laughs> people, people in glass houses, uh, shouldn't throw stones. Yes. It, yeah. I, I, I can float on water. Can sink in it too. I'm just interested to see where the rest of the series goes. Like I, one thing like I was talking to my dad about this late uh, the other day, and um, we brought up the fact that like with this series, you know, since there's kind of like since. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is a lead-in, or as a follow-up to WandaVision. It makes a lot of theories and like gives you a lot more excitement, I guess, because you get to like theorycraft. With this show, we have no idea what these characters are leading to, so I think it's like as excited as I was for this show. It's also maybe like not as excited because I can't theorycraft as hard with this show. Yeah, it, good point. I do love the show, but it just it makes it harder to like want to theorycraft, not knowing where these characters are going to end up. Yeah, exactly. We have no idea. Like, I have no clue where these characters will go. Yeah, the only thing I know is Falcon's gonna be Captain America. That's it. Yeah, that's all I know. It's um, they uh, before we do end this, I just want to say that this storyline is linear, like really linear. So like, it's really straightforward. It's like, okay, it's this, 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 and this. It's not uh, like kind of brought into uh, different branches like the Wanda story because it has so many like storylines and stuff like that. This is more or less like straight here. Might, possibly might be a character here possibly might be a character here but that's basically it and then uh something else will happen but it's just basically straightforward to the point i, I will say i do appreciate that more this series i think because wandavision jumped so much so you kind of got to the end and like there's like a little bit where it's like i, I just want to see the outside perspective at this point just show me the darcy monica stuff after a while because i was like I got to that point where I was a little tired of the sitcoms. With this, it's just like, it's held me the entire episode when I'm watching it. I get to the point with these, and it, it did happen with Division 2, where it's like, you know, you pass through like 30 minutes of the show, and you're like, where did that go? I just, I was so, you know, just in this that I just don't remember the time going by. Exactly. All right. So... Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight on Silver Screen Surfers. If you like what you heard and want to support the show, please subscribe to our twitch.tv slash Babylon uh, Gaming since we changed our name as well. Uh, if you've got no bucks to spare, you can support the show by following us on Twitch and subscribing to our YouTube, which is also Babylon. So, as always, I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.